Welcome to the Padres Mission Podcast. I am your host, Fernando Mendez. Now, why is this podcast called the Padres Mission? Because this is your home of San Diego Padres Podcast. Now, what is the home of a friar, you might ask? Well, that is going to be a mission. Hence the name, Padres Mission. Once again, I am your host, Fernando Mendez. Just a little bit about myself. Now, I have been living in the city of San Diego since the year 2000, and I've gotten to see some great Padres baseball in these 19 years and some not-so-great San Diego Padres baseball, but we're going to save that for another time. Now, I want to go ahead and start this podcast because I want to make the most fair and balanced podcast for you, the fans. Now, what do I mean by fair and balanced? I mean... I want to tackle issues and topics from both an analytical and professional side of things and a fan's more emotional perspective. So I'm going to do my very best to stay as balanced as possible. Will there be emotional things I say? Absolutely. I get frustrated just like the next person. But my goal is to be as professional as possible during this entire process. Now, what am I looking to get out of this podcast? I am looking to make a truly unique experience for you, the fans. Something that I have always looked for in podcasts is just something that's fair. You know, a lot of the times there'll be some propaganda or there'll be some hooligan sitting there talking all about how Andy Green should have been signed to a 25-year extension, etc. That's not what I'm here to do. I am here to be as fair and balanced as possible. But enough about that. Now, if you want to go ahead and contact me personally, once again, my email address is going to be FernandoMendez2295 at gmail.com. Use that email to A, send me feedback. How can I make this podcast better? B, if you ever want to be a guest on this podcast, go ahead and email me. Uh, C, sponsors. If you're interested in sponsoring this podcast and, you know, keeping the lights on for me here, uh, go ahead and reach out to me. And, or if you guys have connections to anybody who want to be part of this podcast, you know, former uh, Padres, former, uh, you know, commentators, uh, you know, heck, just former MLB baseball players, period. I'm sure people would just love being able to have that as part of our podcast. So we're going to go ahead and get started here in just a second, right after this. And welcome back to the Padres Mission Podcast. You are here with Fernando Mendez. Now, today's topic is going to be the new Padres manager, Jace Tingler. It's tingle time, baby! No, seriously. Jace Tingler is the new manager of the San Diego Padres. They just made that announcement eh, about a week ago. But today was the press conference. Now, what did I see from Mr. Tingler today? I saw a guy who... Yeah, he's pretty good as far as talking in front of people, you know. Do I wish he would have uh, given more rah-rah, go-team kind of stuff? Yeah, you know, I mean, there's just some stuff that you expect when a manager gets hired. 
You know, you expect them to say, oh, we're going to play baseball the Padre way or, you know, insert team name here. You expect to hear we're bringing a championship here to this city. We're going to, you know, do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do my pitching and hitting and, you know, just so many things that you're so used to hearing. And, you know, I'm almost disappointed that we didn't get that. You know, I mean, you, you just kind of expect it. And when it doesn't happen, it's like, oh, okay. So we're not going to do that. You know, it, it's funny. If we got that, we probably would have been angry that we got it. Like, oh, dude, like, come on. You could have said something else. But the fact that we didn't get those cliche answers and we're going to do this, we're going to do that. It, it's also fairly disappointing. You know, uh, I guess you just can't win in this situation. Now, what do I honestly think about Jace Tingler? I mean, you know, I I don't know what to think at the moment. But you know what? I am going to give him a shot. There is many, many, many great managers, if not Hall of Fame caliber managers, who just needed a chance. And when they got that chance, they not only seized the opportunity, they took it and ran with it. Sorry, my cat's just freaked out here because uh, one of them stepped on a little Caesars box and now they're all flipping out. Anyway, you know, Mike Sosha was a first-time manager when the Angels gave him a chance. And, I mean, what, his third year, he won a World Series. Bruce Bochy, first-time manager when the Padres gave him an opportunity. And he turned out to be one of the greatest managers of all time. Dare I say... Okay, maybe I won't say the greatest manager of all time, but, you know, you you can make that argument and not seem like a giant buffoon. But there is many, many, many great managers. Alex Cora, A.J. Hinch, Dave Roberts. You know, maybe not all those guys I just named are going to be Hall of Famers. But, I mean... Sosha probably is. Bruce Bochy's definitely going to be a Hall of Famer. Now, you got to give the guy a chance. You know, why do I honestly think that he got the job? Uh, You know, if I'm being honest, I just think that A.J. Preller wanted a yes man. Realistically, that's why. You know... Managers don't do as much in baseball as they do in some other sports. You know, in some other sports, you're going to win games single-handedly because of your head coach, your manager, you know, whatever they call it in that particular sport. I don't think baseball is that kind of sport. But what will a manager do for you? They'll get the team excited. They'll get players excited. Um... I'm a big Angels fan as well. I'm a big Padres fan. I'm a big Angels fan. You know, my childhood team was the Padres. But, you know, I also like the Angels. So let's go ahead and think about that situation. They also didn't have a manager just, you know, as soon as the regular season ended. They fired Brad Osmus. Now, why did they hire Brad Osmus? I definitely think maybe they just wanted somebody to fill the gap because maybe they had a hope that Joe Madden was going to become available. What if that's what the Padres are doing here? I mean, we all knew that Brad Osmus was Billy Epler's guy. 
I mean, he was a special assistant for one full season. I mean, sure, this situation is a little bit different because Tingler wasn't his immediate assistant, but they came from the same organization. I mean, I, I can't be the only one who thinks that's weird. I mean, I know it's been brought up several times. What if the Padres just kind of have a hope that maybe Bruce Bochy will miss it after a year? What if they want Bruce to come home? I mean, I know that's what Padres fans wanted. Was Tingler the most qualified to take over this job? Absolutely not. And for anyone to say otherwise is probably foolish. You know what? It's not even probably foolish. I mean, who are we kidding at that point? You know, that's not even like an emotional-based thing. It's He was probably wasn't. He's probably the least qualified to take over, if I'm being honest. Now, do I know what happened during that meeting or that job interview? Absolutely not. No, I don't. I mean, what if Tingler went in there and just nailed it? You know, obviously he did. Or they wouldn't have given him the opportunity. They interviewed tons of people. I mean, many of these players had requests. I mean, Manny Machado wanted Buck Showalter. You know, Buck Showalter was a great manager. He's one manager of the year. Well, was it with the Texas Rangers? And, you know, he managed several teams to the playoffs. I mean, even the Orioles to the playoffs with Manny Machado on that team. So, I mean, personally, you know, should the Padres have taken another route? Yeah, probably. There was options out there. But will I give Tingler a chance? Absolutely. I'll give him a chance. Now, let's talk about their previous manager for just a second. Andy Green. Was Andy Green given a fair chance? We're about to find out after this. Stay tuned. And welcome back to the Padres Mission Podcast. Once again, I'm your host, Fernando Mendez. But let's go ahead and dive right back into it. Now, Andy Green, did I like the guy to start off with? Absolutely not. No, I I did not think he was fit for the job at all. He was just too soft-spoken, in my opinion. Now, as the years went on, I mean, he was here for just about four years. I started to like him a lot more. I started to like what, you know, he offered. He just kind of always knew what to say, at least on the surface for us fans. Now, did he get the results that we wanted? Probably not. I mean, we all kind of hoped for more. But, you know, it's not like he acquired a great job to begin with. It's not like he got, you know, the Yankees. You know, I hate the Yankees, so sorry to bring that up. But, you know, he didn't acquire the best situation. You know, he came to a team that was claiming how great their farm system was. And, you know, sure, the, the uh, Padres have one of the best farms. I mean, the, what, the top farm system right now in baseball? We just haven't seen it come into fruition yet. You know, Andrew Green was just kind of near the end of what he was promised. You know, it seemed like he was finally going to start getting some pieces that he was promised. I mean, shout out to Fernando Tatis Jr., right? I mean, the guy did great in his short time up this season. You know, he got injured and his season was cut pretty short there. But, I mean, the guy was great. Now, once again, 
I totally understand that Andy Green did not get the results that the Padres front office wanted and us fans wanted. He had a 69 and 85 record this year. That's a 448 win percentage. This season, 2019, the season that just happened. You want to know what his career record is? In 640 career games at the helm of the San Diego Padres, 274 wins, 366 losses. That's a career 428. I get it. Not very good at all. And I mean, what? they The Padres finished in the cellar probably every one of those years, if not pretty darn close every single one of those years. You know, it just didn't exactly get what we wanted out of him. But it also wasn't fair. You know, he deserved probably a little bit of a better chance. To be honest, I would have let Andy Green at least finish the season. I mean, he got fired at the tail end of the season. Like, what's the point at that point? You know, you're going to fire him in July when, you know, you still thought this team had somewhat of a chance. Okay, all right, maybe. You're trying to light a fire up underneath, under the team's butts. I get that. But it didn't do that. It seemingly did the complete opposite, you know. I mean, there was tons of injuries, and it just kind of seemed like guys gave up. Near the very end, it just guys gave up. Manny Machado gave up. You know, but what can you do? You know, we, we look forward to the future now. Now, a couple last second things about Andy Green. You know, I, I'm sure some guys loved him. And there's some guys that hated him. Or, you know, hate's a strong word. But, you know, maybe weren't as excited to play for him as others might have been. I mean, one of those guys who's going to be probably the biggest question mark of this offseason this year for the Padres going to be Will Myers. He's making us take grounders in the middle of September, dude. You guys remember that? That whole Fortnite thing? What, about two years ago now? With uh, Will Myers and Carlos Asuaje? Yeah, that was gold. I'm sure you can still find that video. If you haven't, just type in Carlos Asuaje, Will Myers, Fortnite on YouTube. I'm sure it'll come up. But the biggest question mark for the Padres is going to be Will Myers. Can Will Myers be that guy? You know, the first half of 2016, he was that guy. He was a stud. He was a star. He was 2012 Will Myers. Now, in 2012, Will Myers won the Rookie of the Year for the uh, uh, Rays, for the Tampa Bay Rays. You know, played great. You know, and you know, besides that, you know, he's always shown flashes. I think it was 2015, the Padres make a trade for him, uh, which ultimately landed Trey Turner in Washington. Congratulations on his World Series ring and to the rest of the uh, Nationals organization. It was well-deserved. Dare I say, I was even cheering for the Nationals to win the World Series. Once again, part of me is an Angels fan. I'd say, you know, half of my fandom goes to the Angels. So, you know, that part of me didn't want the Astros to win. Very similar to if the Dodgers were in the World Series, I wouldn't want them to win. 
also helps that the Padres hate the Dodgers and the Angels hate the Dodgers. So, you know, that's just kind of natural to me at this point. But anyway, Will Myers is going to get paid $20 million starting this season. He has three years of guaranteed $60 million. Twenty twenty three. It appears he has some kind of option that he can maybe stick around if he'd like. Because uh, I see here on Spot Track, a shout out to Spot Track. It's a great website if any of you guys ever want to know what anybody's contract situation is. <clears throat> Just look up the player's name; it'll tell you their contracts, uh, any kind of contract clauses they might have. But anyway, he has three years of making sixty million dollars guaranteed. Before that. In 2016, he made $523,000. That was the year he made the uh, All-Star Game and represented San Diego here along with Drew Pomerantz, the year that the Padres hosted here. So the Padres most likely got to dump him. You know, I don't even know what they can get for him, if anything at all. At that point, it just got to be a salary dump. You just have to pawn him off or whatever you can. And you know what? You might even have to pay half a salary. Not going to be a lot of teams out there who are waiting in line for the Will Myers uh, sweepstakes at this point. You know, if this is 2016, absolutely. Could have got a lot for him. But right now, you might just got to dump him. You might just have to. He, you know, he's just... I don't know. He, he just seems very unmotivated sometimes. Now, his potential is there. He could be one of the best baseball players in the league if he really wanted to. And that's the thing. He doesn't want to be that guy. He made it very clear to us fans and the organization that he doesn't want to be that guy. Could he be that guy if he wanted to? Yeah, of course. Absolutely. He could be that guy. He probably could take the Padres to some kind of promised land, whether it's a world series or not, he can still get him back to the playoffs. And you know, if he sticks around and he truly puts his mind to it, I mean, the guys can do great things and he will lead the Padres to the playoffs. I, I guarantee it. It just probably hurts him that he really hasn't had a position. Since Eric Hosmer came, kind of took his first base role, he's just kind of been in limbo. You know, he played third base for a little bit. He's kind of gone back to the outfield, which I'm not a big fan of because that's where most of his injuries have taken place when he was an outfielder. He stayed fairly healthy as a first baseman. But, you know, what can you do if you're the Padres? Eric Hosmer is obviously a better baseball player. So you have to roll with Eric Hosmer. And Eric Hosmer is great. But, you know, the Padres just need more of those guys. They need that guy. You know, and Eric Cosmer definitely can be that guy. You know, it's tough. I don't go inside that clubhouse every day. I can't answer the question of, is Eric Cosmer that guy? But I can definitely tell you that he wants to be that guy if he's not already. You know, he is the veteran of the group, along with Manny Machado. I don't think Manny Machado is that guy as much as Eric Cosmer can and wants to be. Just think Manny Machado is more of a, hey, I'm just going to go out there and do my thing kind of guy. You know, the guy's pretty talented, so he can do that if he wants. Not to say that he's not helping the young kids. I guarantee you Manny Machado was a big part in El, in, uh, El Nino's success. I, I don't know why his nickname came up to me. Uh, I'm talking about Fernando Tatis Jr., for those of you guys who don't know. His nickname is uh, El Nino. That slipped up there, but still accurate. It's still the right information. It's still the same guy. So it's really going to be interesting to see what the Padres do this year. You know, what can Jace Tingler get out of this team? 
ultimately it does boil down to what can we get from Jace Tingler. He seems to be a very well-spoken man. But we're just going to have to wait and see ultimately. Now, uh, one last thing I want to go ahead and uh, talk about today um, before we go ahead and wrap up. Um, I want to go ahead and talk about some of the moves that the Padres have made. Um, I can't tell you that uh, Travis Jankowski has been traded to the Cincinnati Reds. Now, uh, you know, what was the trade? It was just uh, Padres giving him for some international spending money. So we'll see what A.J. Preller has up his sleeve for that. Now, uh, real quick, while we are on the topic of A.J. Preller, it's going to be really interesting to see what develops out of that. Because you know darn right that uh, Ron Fowler is getting very, very, very frustrated with the constant losing seasons. I mean... We were just talking about Andy Green. I can literally, on one hand, count how many winning months the Padres had under his reign. I mean, you can probably do that with uh, just Ron Fowler's reign as you know, be, being on the helm of the front office. He, how many winning seasons have they had in his tenure with the team? What, he's been around about six years? Same thing. I mean, it, you certainly can't use more than two hands to count the amount of winning seasons. So he's got to be getting frustrated. They all have to be getting frustrated. The front office just has to be. You know, I mean, I understand San Diego is a different market. You know, you go to an Angels game or a Dodgers game, but, you know, people are there to watch a game. People are there because they want to see that team win. You go to a party game, it's just a much different environment. People are just there to chill, enjoy a night on the town, you know. So I get it, you know. Maybe our fan base doesn't demand success as much as some others do. But you can best believe that they've wanted to bring a winning team. I mean, these guys understand that it's about money, right? I mean, when us fans are truthful... We also understand, hey, it's about money. You know what brings money? Playoff games. Playoff games scream money. People go to playoff games and they spend just an unfathomable amount of money. Trust me. I went to that Angels playoff game in 2014. And let me just tell you, the amount of money that people were spending was a redonkulous helmet nachos, t-shirts. I was one of those people. I would know. But ultimately, we're just going to have to wait and see what's going to happen. Now, make sure to let me know if you enjoyed this podcast. I promise I will be putting Tons of podcasts out during this offseason. If there's ever any breaking news, I'm going to go ahead and try to cover it as quick as possible. And I'm going to try to be on top of every big move this offseason. As of right now, this is going to be my only podcast at the moment, but I would like to at some point introduce an Angels podcast as well. 
so I can go ahead and cover uh, both of my favorite Southern California, oh, both of my favorite baseball teams. Just They just so happen to both be in Southern California. So if you guys have any interest in that, please let me know. So, uh, you know, maybe the more interest I have on that, the quicker I can get the ball rolling on that. Once again, if you like this podcast, if you didn't like this podcast, please let me know. Fernando Mendez2295 at gmail.com. Uh, if you have any recommendations for me, anything that could help contribute to this podcast in any kind of way, I'd really appreciate that kind of feedback. Thank you guys so much for joining me. I will be back. We'll see what the next topic is. Uh, perhaps I can dive a little bit more into that Will Myers situation. Perhaps I can dive a little bit more into AJ Preller's run. If there's something you want to see, go ahead and shoot me an email. And uh, thank you guys very much. Stay classy, San Diego.